few weeks ago, I was celebrating Mass in a prison. And after the Mass, I was speaking with a few of the men. And one of them came up to me and he took me by surprise. Because he said to me, he said, Father, God has been following me my whole life. He said, I've always believed that God exists. I've experienced his love in my life. I'm familiar with his word. But then he said, I got to a point in my life where this intimacy, this nearness of God was too much. He said, I wanted to do my own thing. And then he said, I'm here in this prison for the next couple of years because basically I've pushed God's intimacy out of my life. As I was driving home, I was greatly struck by this conversation. And I realized to myself, you know, oftentimes we think that things like tragedy or suffering or just a deep dryness in prayer, that these are really the greatest obstacles or these are almost stumbling blocks in our relationship to God. And as difficult as all of those things are, I think with that conversation I had with that man, and what our own human nature seems to reveal to us, is that the greatest stumbling block we all must face in our relationship with God is his overwhelming intimacy, his nearness to us. Because in the presence of such intimacy, oftentimes we run away. Or we just think that maybe this isn't real. We, we see this, right, in the history of Israel. Israel is given Moses, a man in whom God is doing marvelous things through. Israel is given the experience of God at the Red Sea. Israel is given manna from heaven to literally feed her as she goes to the, towards the promised land. Israel is given a cloud by day and a fire by night to guide her steps so that she's never lost. And yet it's too much for Israel. She oftentimes says, oh, that we could go back to Egypt, to that place of slavery, where God is not so close, where God is not so passionately involved about every detail of my life. 
My friends, tonight as we celebrate Holy Thursday, what are we celebrating? We are celebrating in a most profound way this overwhelming intimacy and nearness of God. And how does he come to us? Not at the Red Sea, not in a cloud or in a fire, not in magnificent signs or wonders, but under the appearance of bread and wine in the Eucharist, which, oddly enough, comes to us only through the hands of a priest. What does this tell us about God? It tells us, I believe, that, that God is so desperate to be near us, to be passionately involved in our life, that he would use two of the most, in some sense, non-intimate things, bread and wine and sinful men, to draw close to us, to nourish us, but ultimately to love us. A priest friend of mine told me a story a couple years ago about a religious sister who was in his parish. And this sister became a Eucharistic minister. And he said that after a few months of her being a Eucharistic minister, he said that she experienced what she described as a crisis of faith in the Eucharist. Because her reasoning was, God is just so accessible. She would come to the tabernacle, remove the host, distribute communion to people, she would come back later in the day and make, uh, come to the tabernacle to take host to those who were sick. And she said there was times when she was driving in her car with the host in her pocket. And she had to ask herself, is this really God? Is Jesus driving with me in my car? She said, this is not what I imagined God to be like. And if that wasn't enough of a stumbling block for her, she said the pastor of her parish, would, they would fight almost every weekend. She said the pastor was rude. His homilies were boring. And Sunday Mass was over in like 30 minutes. And she said once again, she had to ask herself this question. Can God work in a situation and through a person that at least exteriorly lacks the transcendence, the beauty, and the reverence that belongs to God? 
sure enough, she would discover that he can, and he does. And it's interesting because this sister really wasn't having a crisis of faith. She was encountering this natural stumbling block that can occur because of God's intimacy and his nearness to us. And in a few moments, we'll be doing the feet washing. And why do we do this? You know, one of the reasons is because this is an imitation of Christ. This is literally what God does in each one of our lives, particularly through the Eucharist and through the priesthood. God is bending down to our level. And despite what we might think, despite what our feelings or our emotions might be telling us, this is the way God really is. And the question for all of us tonight is, what is our response? What is our response to the intimacy and to the nearness of God? Because just like Israel, it's too much for the apostles. Judas is already gone. Peter and the others will soon follow. Yet what Jesus asks of them, he asks of us to stay, to trust him, and to receive him in this strange yet intimate way. You know, it's, it's no mistake that in the early church, they would oftentimes refer to the Eucharist as the medicine of immortality. Because it's only in the presence of such intimacy where we can experience genuine healing. And perhaps there's a part of us, like that man I shared with at the beginning, who knows all of this. But it's just too much. It's too intimate. It's not the way we think God should be. My brothers and sisters, let us not fool ourselves into thinking that we know better than God. Because it's through the Eucharist and the priesthood where God's intimacy and nearness reaches us in such a profound way that we cannot fully comprehend.